Shalom, shalom. Welcome back to another episode of the weekly Rav Cook podcast. I'm Aleph Lewitt. Each week, Be'ezrat Hashem, we will take a look at a different piece from Rav Cook's writings and try to break down the often long poetic sentences into smaller units and explain them as best as possible in plain English. Hope you enjoy. This week, Rav Cook is going to teach us about how we can use pain and suffering to help us live up to our higher selves and not be controlled by our natural, physical, lower inclinations. The text can be found in Ein Ayah, which is Rav Cook's work on the Agadic Gemarot in Masechot Brachot and Shabbat. Um, a couple points about Ein Ayah. One of the few texts that Rav Cook actually wrote, Al Haseder, is, um, is this perush on the, on the Agadot called Ein Ayah. He wrote it as a, as a unit unto itself, an independent book, as opposed to a compilation of various writings, as we've discussed in the past, is the case by, uh, by many of his other quote-unquote books put together by his students and, uh, and his son. And secondly, Rav Kook began writing Enaya while he was in Chutzlaretz, which is commonly, commonly known as the period in his life where his writing was less poetic than the than the more flowery style that he adopted upon coming to Eretz Yisrael. So it may tend to be a little bit easier to follow textually than, uh, than, other, than other pieces that we've seen. This particular piece is found in the first volume of Masechet Shabbat, Perek Bet, paragraph Kuf Pechet. And although it's true, the context of the Gemara is regarding physical pain of childbirth, we're not going to go, into, go into, into the context so much. We're going to learn a shorter excerpt from this very long piece, beginning from the words Vihinei Bichlal. Our learning this week can be broken down into three main sections. In section one, Rukuk is going to talk about the negative results of the intense pull of our natural physical inclinations. In section two, he's going to address how our higher inner spiritual component can't necessarily stand up to, to the battle against the physical, physical inclinations because of something about its nature. In section three, he's going to try to address how, how then we can, we can win that battle by using pain or suffering. Okay, so without further ado. Hashem created man, created us, such that our physical capabilities, our physical tendencies, are strong, and they're quick or they're swift to carry out their mission. What does that mean? Hashem created man, that we get, that our physical desires, for example, to, to sleep or to eat, are, are strong, right? The, the feelings of hunger or tiredness. But they're also It's as if they're, they're a shaliach, they're a, a messenger, and they're quick to fulfill their, their shlichut. I think that would be best explained as they're instinctive, meaning they're automatic. That's what I think it means that they're, they're quick quick to to um to follow through on that uh, on that urge and on that uh, on that need they're quick and they're swift in their in their work umayhem at times umayhem totsaot lenetiyat ha'avot ha'ovrot pa'amim rabot et gvul hayoshev ha'emet at times some of these inclinations can cross the boundary of what's right and good et gvul hayoshev ha'emet they can cross the boundary of what's uh, of what's straight and what's good 
והמחשיכות את אור הנשמה האלוהית. And these, these, uh, these practices can, quote, darken the light of the soul. That they machshichot, uh, they cause there to be choshech on the or haneshama elohit, hamechina et osher hanetzach el haadam v'hametziyut kula. That last sentence, that last part is a parenthetical reference to the purpose of the neshama, the purpose of the soul. I.e., it's um, the, exp- the full expression of the soul is osher hanetzach, that the source of the of the soul is the source of of divine eternal pleasure and happiness for for man and for the entire for all of reality. So the these physical inclinations can lead us to go against that, can lead us to cover up those that higher, holier part of ourselves. Okay, moving on to section two. What is the nature of this dynamic? between our higher our higher self and our lower self of our between our physical side physical inclinations and our um, holier higher potential so the word seichel here literally means intellect but it's really a code word for the non-physical divine component the neshama the the um the higher part of ourself. Hasechel ha'ha'ara haruchanit shemeor Hashem hameir la'adam darko. This non-physical divine component which shows man his way, right? Reminiscent of what we learned last week about the Torah being a ner l'raglo shel adam, guiding the way. Einenu yachol this this uh, divine component, this higher component. Einenu yacholid charot b'murtzato imakochot ativim. It uh, it quote unquote it can compete. With the force and the pull of our natural physical desires, alkain adam the musarit. This is the cause. This is the reason for sin and yirida musarit, a moral decline. Right, which is Rav Kook saying this dynamic, this uh, this reality is actually intentional. It must be this way. Hashem created it this way. That our physical needs and desires are quick and strong, like we explained earlier, regarding, for example, um, the desire for food or for sleep. They're quick and they're strong. And on the other side, on the other hand, and the higher uh, spiritual component, it takes its time, moving more more gradually. Why does the seichel, why does the higher, holier parts of us take more time, move more gradually at a pace designed uh, designed for what? Says Rav Kook, this pace is designed for us to reach our divinely assigned potential. In order to become what we're meant to become, it needs to be this way. It needs to be that our spiritual component moves slowly. Um, part of a larger discussion in terms of Rav Cook's view on man's purpose, but it revolves a lot around the focus on the process as opposed to the result. And the fact that that um, that this, this spiritual component moves slower goes hand in hand with the fact that our primary purpose is to become something more than we currently are. And in order to do that, we need to undergo a process, and therefore that process can take 
can take uh, can take time. Okay, moving on to section three. How does suffering or pain? How does that come into all of this, and how can that actually help us win the battle? Ironically, Alkain says Rav Kook. Alkain lemalot et hamida shasechel v'hachana musarit sheyusoda or Torah v'yirat Hashem ena yecholal lahagia ad otahami yirut shelachoshim ativim v'toldotem sheini mahem ki imchepet hanatama prati. So this is a a long sentence, but let's break it down. Therefore, lemalot et hamida. In order to address this this gap, whereby, as we said, our seichel, our higher, holier potential, and then he says parenthetically, which is essentially based on the light of Torah and the fear of Hashem, is incapable of reaching that same quickness, that same instinctiveness as our natural physical senses, which physical senses and needs, which are interested in purely our own individual pleasure. That's that long sentence. Basically, in order to address this gap between the slow pace at which our higher selves move and grow and improve, and the quick, strong instinctiveness with which our lower physical selves act and react, to address this, to address this, Hashem made it that sometimes a person experiences pain or suffering. And he says that this suffering is machkimim et klal hadam. It gives us insight or wisdom, chachma, which gives him, or we'll call it a, a perspective, to realize lahavin she'ain teudato. So let's take a break for a second. Teuda comes up a lot, especially in Inaya, and it comes with the word yeud, which means the purpose. Lahavin. So this, the the wisdom or the perspective imparted by the the pain or the suffering. Is so that we can realize that our purpose is not to be, it doesn't culminate with the physical, um, worldly enjoyments and pleasures of the chushim, of the senses, sensual pleasures. Because with the experience of the pain and suffering, it seems to say here that that is some sort of some sort of reminder that the realm of physicality cannot be the the be-all and end-all of of the pleasure that we're able to attain in this world. Umemela, and it follows almost automatically from that, yitromem lehistakel, we will, you know, be raised up to a higher perspective and perception of, of ourselves and of our purpose in the world, betu'udato, in our purpose, well, to identify a source of life for ourselves, but oneg in pleasure, but what type of oneg? But oneg with an eternal or timeless, transcendental pleasure, v'nisgav, a higher pleasure, sheyviehu ladaat Hashem, a pleasure that will bring us towards knowledge of Hashem, closeness to Hashem, udrachav, and to His ways, uldovka ba'ahavato. Right? The person who has experienced the pain or the suffering can then raise himself up to look at his actual purpose and find a source, like we said, a source of life for himself that leads to pleasure, but a higher, holier, eternal, holier, eternal pleasure, a pleasure that brings him to know Hashem. And we'll, we'll explain the, the idea here of how to cling to his love. We'll call that 
a pleasure that brings him to know Hashem and to identify, to deeply identify with Hashem's good ways and to want to adopt them. So let's summarize the, the, the two points. We'll really break the three, the, you know, summarize the three points as two. Firstly, we have a natural built-in physical need. We have built-in physical needs and desires, which are much more instinctive, automatic, than our non-physical higher interests. And therefore, we will more easily, th th those, those uh, former physical needs will more easily win the battles between the two. However, one outgrowth, one possible outgrowth of physical suffering, physical pain, is that it can awaken us to the fleeting nature of those physical pleasures, and therefore serve to refocus us on a higher, holier aspirations, which are in fact the true source of our truer, more lasting, more meaningful pleasure. May we be zocha to be connected to and engaged in pursuing those higher, holier forms of pleasure, and hopefully not need any physical suffering or any suffering at all <clears throat> to remind us of its centrality.